Okay, so today I want to talk to you about this different type of soul trainings that we go through before we incarnate. And the type of training that you bring to this incarnation is going to determine how you get to accomplish your mission in a way that hopefully will make sense to you. So I'm going to start with some of the different type of trainings that we go through. First, I'm going to do the soul trainings. These are the training schools that we go through when we transition from this life to the next. Sometimes we have to go through um, like a recap. Sometimes we have to go through a lot of schooling before we return. So first, I'm going to do the soul group trainings, the soul trainings, and then the archangelic trainings. So these trainings um, are very interesting because they're different. Like I said, they're different type of training. So the first one that I'm going to go over is the the rishis. The rishis are those that have um, held an advisory role, whether it is in other, like it could be the um, our Arturians or the Pleiadians council or some type of council where they have held that advisory role and that person brings that energy into this life here now so they tend to have a lot of wisdom and insight they tend to be non-judgmental because they see the polarities in things they tend to be neutral sometimes and they tend to be detached from people or or things because they are so wise and have so much have seen so much through other incarnations that when they bring this training forward to this life here, they understand the different lessons, the good and bad, the good and evil, the negative and positive, and they tend to be very detached from things. So these are the riches. Now, the the third order is called the third order uh, soul training. These people, um, the gifts that they bring in, that they are very comfortable with death and moving from one situation to another. They believe in the afterlife. They know death is just one transition, not the end. These people tend to be mediums. Uh, they they like the things that are very occult. Um, they can help transitions entities from one uh, dimension to another if they want to, uh, when they tap into their, their, their gift. But if they don't tap into the gift, they, they can be seeing a lot of entities and be very scared. I remember really going through this period when I was a child where I didn't want to see some of the things. So I was very scared sometimes, um, most of the time. So until you learn how to control your gift, this can be very um, traumatic, to say the least. These people also have... Um, they have a way to guide others in a way that is very helpful because they can see things that most most people don't see normally. So with their skills, they tend to help their family loved ones transition or their neighbors or their communities or people that they have no idea who they are. So they might be working in hospitals, they might be working in um, senior care because 
they they are attracted to that type of energy where one way or another they they want to be there in the physical too but they also there in the um higher the, the at the soul level so they are attracted to a lot of a lot of like um shows about goals and things like that so i hope that gives you a better idea what those people tend to be like Sometimes they do not engage in anything that has to do with astral entities because they can get very afraid and they can pick it up really easily. So until you learn to work with that energy, you could be pushing it away by not even engaging so you don't get trapped in that um, situation. Now, the life review counselors, these are people that are naturally born counselors. They have amazing their listening skills that they love to hold space they just create such a beautiful place a sacred place to hold space for others to allow others to talk and understand their their situations in a way that is magical really they tend to be non-judgmental just like the rishis and they just love people love them because they are such good listener that they can bring things that to clarity in a way that other people haven't been able to so people love them their natural talents obviously is to help others to heal by listening and holding space so these people tend to be um probably like therapists psychotherapists um they might be um, school counselors, uh, they may be intuitives working um, like a life coach or something like that. So these people are very good at listeners. They're very good at giving advice based on the information that they picked up from the person that is giving it to them. Now, the fifth order, soul training. These people go from, there. they have like a rainbow era where they can change the vibration that they need to bring forward at any time based on command for example these people um can adapt very quickly to different type of beings different type of person different type of situations and they can astro they're very good at astro traveling astro projection even remote remote viewing because they're able to call in the energy and make it quickly almost like a switch um Hmm. Anything else that I can tell you about these people? The fifth order people, because they can they can be with anyone because of the energies that they bring forward. A lot of people like them um, immediately, almost like they feel like they can trust them. Um, and there is something magical about them, even when they don't know what it is. It's almost like they can flow with anything. Now the restoration masters. These are people that are very um, idealistic. They're very dissatisfied with the things on things are done in this plane, in this planet, because they worked very closely with the original um, Earth blueprint uh, designers. And they want Earth to be the way that it was designed, which is not at the moment. So they tend to be very irrational about some of the things that they uphold uh, the society to be and, and it's not so they can they need to be able to balance their energy and to be able more willing to 
accept new ways because they're so um, they're imprinted with the idea that Earth has to be a very specific way. And therefore, these people also tend to be humanitarians where they want to change things and they want, they might be activists. They might be going against big businesses just because, for example, those people that are fighting in the Amazons to make sure that the big companies don't don't cut the trees, right? These people tend to be um, the restoration masters where they know that life is supposed to be different in this plane because they have seen with their imprints that they have that it's supposed to be so much better. So they go and fight and fight. So they do need to bring balance to their life by understanding that some things are out of their hands because otherwise they, they tend to blame themselves for not being able to do more. So it can be a little tricky situation here with the restoration masters. Now, those that are incubator souls, the incubator souls are people that are very nurturing. They have very beautiful supporting qualities. They love working with children because they love nurturing others. They make amazing parents and caretakers. They enjoy working with plants, working with animals, working with people that cannot be, um, be able to talk for themselves like the elders or those that are disabled so these people tend to be very amazing nurturers because that's at the soul level they have been in that type of training before so they're bringing that forward now where it comes naturally to them moving on to the dream masters the dream masters as it sounds they're just really good at lucid dreaming astral travel they are um they're crazy. Um, they they don't need to overanalyze their dreams, but they tend to because sometimes when they're going through the training to activate this gift, they want to know every little single thing that happened in the dream and how those mean, what does it mean, how does it affect their lives here until they get to the point where they don't need to do that anymore because they're so good at it that they can recall and pull information instantly. But until they go through their training in this 3D, 3D reality, they do have to pay attention because otherwise they were not going to get to the point where they don't have to pay attention. So it's almost like a, they have that training in their soul, but in this 3D reality, they also have to activate that gift. Uh, let's see. They're very good at helping others. They People come to them to interpret the dreams because they're just so good at understanding different levels of the dreams where most people wouldn't be able to do that now the the council members um again the council members they these people have um being in different councils may potentially more than one type of council so they bring a lot of experience forward they have so much wisdom sometimes it can be um too spacey because they they bring so much from the other um, higher planes that it can become very confusing sometimes. So these people they love to they love to research things. They love to put things together and connect different things together, collect data because they know they almost want to prove the mysteries to be so. So they tend to be hardcore uh, 
putting information together so that they can really understand things not only for themselves but for the entire humanity. Now the ethicist songs, ethicist songs, these people are like ethics, like they bring a level of ethics and principle and morale and right and wrong understanding that really takes them to the next level. Um, they really have to be careful with this because they can become very judgmental if they're not in balance and they might think that they know everything and that their way is the way or the highway. So really here, they have to balance that energy by being more open to others. Um, but they bring that energy of like, they have to live by principles, by morale, by ethics, being responsible. So they tend to be those people that sometimes is black and white. There's no gray in between. These people tend to have their own point of view about what is right and what is wrong. And other people's opinion is almost not that important to them. So they do need to balance that energy. All of these people have to balance their energy because otherwise it could become too much. Whatever they bring, it has to be balanced. So the keepers of new neutrality are those that are peacekeepers. They bring a lot of energy of harmony, a love, balance, peace. They tend to be amazing mediators because they bring that energy where they want everything to be harmonious. However, they may have a hard time picking, just like the Idis' souls are very either it is or it's not, these people tend to be so neutral that they could be, they could have a very hard time deciding when something is or when something is not. So they they do tend to be a little um, indecisive sometimes. So that also has to be balanced. The explorer souls, I think we talked about that. But just in case I didn't, the explorer souls are very adventurous. These people are like freedom seekers. Reminds me of the energy of the number five. Um, they want things to always be changing, evolving, bringing a lot of energy in. And they love trying new things because they like that freedom. They like adventure. They're fearless. They, they're not afraid of the unknown, um, which is amazing. But at the same time, it, they have a very hard time grounding themselves in a specific location or a specific job for a period of time. Lastly, we have to the master of design, which is master of design in biology or botany, which basically means that they're very good with human trees, animals, um, their natural empath with talking to innate um, like trees or animals because they can pick up energy. Some of them might be able to communicate with animals or trees uh, if they really go through their ascension. And they they somehow know how to work with the chakras, the energy centers, almost like intuitively they will know what chakra is wrong or what chakra needs to be aligned. Um, and they might be really good with breath work. They, they are good with any type of modality that deals with energy and using their empath abilities. The master of design that is more structural, these people are very good with understanding systems, 
understanding um, how to put things together like businesses or financial systems or political systems. They just have a natural talent to know, to see the small and the big details in a way that other people might not and how to put it all together. So they really like to put complicated systems together in a way that they think is going to end up being amazing. So they bring that energy forward in order for them to change uh, society or the communities or their family in a very different way that is more structured, where things are improving and they pay attention to the little and the big details. So these people love working with anything, maybe like biology, business, financial, uh, ecological situations. They might even want to work with like anthropology and making changes to that system. So anything that you can think that has a system, these people might go in and make changes to improve it. Now let's talk about the Archangelic uh, Rams. There's seven Archangelic Rams. I'm just going to call them angelic because the whole arc generally is really like tripping me. (laughs) So the angelic rounds, seven of them. So do not get confused by just the name of the rounds because some over years there have been people that have shadow information that have given specific names to the seven rounds. And I just want to say that sometimes the angel that is assigned to each round might be different than the one that normally have been before. Um, And that's just because as things improve and the collective improve, you might see that sometimes they trade, the angels trade um, the, the functions. So therefore, for example, the first um, angelic realm is some people might know it as the the Aureol Aurelite Aurelite because of Angel Auriel Aurelite. But if you really look at Angel Ariel, Angel Ariel or Uriel, as some of you might know him, um, he it, it people use um, we receive that information because he was the one that was standing at the gate of Eden. And because of that, we assign the name um, of the first root chakra with Archangel Uriel, Uriel, or Uriel, however you know him. And some people know him as a she or he. So actually, as you know, some of these angels can be either one, depending on the message that they bring forward for you. But because he was standing at the gate of Eden with a fire sword um, he was watching over the making sure that he was standing at the gate to prevent anything from happening so in some cases though we know that he is known as the angel of wisdom and he shines the light of God's truth into the darkness of confusion so that's why he had the fiery sword so with that in mind, we know that he was at the Garden of Eden, and that's why 
the Garden of Eden is here in this plane, so it's associated with Gaia. Therefore, the Archangel of the Root Chakra is associated. Um, the first Archangel Ram is associated with Auriel. So the, for the first Ram is all about compassion. These people bring the soul's gift of compassion, patience, tolerance, nurturing, connection to Gaia. They're very protected of their family and friends, their loved ones. They have a capacity to ground themselves in a way that is very powerful. So these people sometimes have to have that training because they bring a lot of the higher energy centers training. So to balance that energy, they have to have some of the lower energy centers um, training to make sure that they're not always just flying around with the higher uh, energy centers. So they're very good with set, setting boundaries, but they can also be codependent on others um, because they have that immense need to be protective of their friends and loved ones that they tend to be a little irrational sometimes on how they can be codependent on other people. Um, it, 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 it could be a double sword, if you can see it like that. They... They tend not to let other people take advantage of them because they protect themselves so much, but they can be very nurturing at the same time, but they know how to protect themselves in a way that sometimes their heart chakra could be a little closed off. They love to spend time in nature to recharge themselves. And if these people tend to be in the cities, like large cities. They really need to work a little harder to make sure that they spend time in nature because otherwise they could become very ungrounding. So that's the Archangel Ariel light. Um, it's all about compassion, patience, setting boundaries. They're, they have to learn to set boundaries if they, have, if they haven't been able to do that because otherwise they will have a lot of issues with how they go through life here. But because they're so loyal and so protective of their loved ones, sometimes they get attached to only a specific few. And when one of those people don't live up to their standard, they can be a little irrational on how they feel about those people or letting other people in. The next one that we have of the Archangel Crowns is the the Sadkaliel, which is the Sakiel um, angel. So the Sakiel angel round, um, this will be considered the, the energy of the sacral chakra. And the sacral chakra here with this energy of the angel Sakiel is reminding us to live fully in the physical and enjoy the riches of life. Um, just like Auriel is all about being grounded and being with nature, one with nature, because it's the root is the, the, the anchor. The Sakiel people enjoy the physical. They love food. They love material success. They love to be, um, to bring beauty in a way that it's almost like they have a level of sometimes of sophistication within even though 
they might not notice that it's almost like they bring they bring part of the manifestation ability and they they're they could be very good to balance um the physical and the spiritual together because they understand that you know they can manifest what they want they they appreciate beautiful nice things they have like um sophistication even though they might be poor or they might be um you might not consider them to be sophisticated in their eyes they have this level of knowing how to see and appreciate the nice things that sometimes they cannot um, have because of their environment but they're born to bring abundance and material success to their families and communities so they're very good providers and they are they're very good at making sh- making things happen they do have to balance the the energy that they bring with this energy of being manifestors because because they love material success they tend to go towards uh, being a little greedy and that has to be balanced that's one of the lessons that they have to learn these people also the sakia lights also have a lot of energy of the strong masculine and strong female energy so they bring that energy to unity in a way that they can tap into the manifestation skills easily so they really have to be careful not to get overly greedy or because it can lead to a lot of money challenges it can lead to a lot of uh, family challenges it could lead to a lot of just challenges in general these people also the sakialites also have a lot of energy that they want freedom to do what they want so sometimes they do tend to start something and not finish it so they really have to have a support group that can help them ground themselves next talk about and uh, the third archangelic realm which is the sophiel realm and these people are all about the solar princess chakra expression bringing an energy of beauty to this physical plane that is just amazing and they do that through their talents their creative talents they're very creative very artistic they're just a joy to be around when they're expressing their the way um that they see this life here through either music painting writing uh speaking it could be anything that allows them to express themselves could be chef cooks people that work with other people mediators it could be anyone that expresses themselves and uses their talent to bring um healing in a way that is so beautiful they tend to be very good with harmony bringing the energy of harmony to this physical dimension and they're very balanced with the solar solar process chakra so uh, that energy if it's no if for some reason is imbalanced they can quickly face that by just simply working with their creative expression they love to play they love to express themselves they're very good um just really bringing out the beauty of things um they re- when we see them they remind us how beautiful life is 
like how beautiful and expressive things can be. So they bring that level that is like, wow, some people are just good with the words. And when we hear them, we just feel lifted or the paintings will be very inspirational or the way that they do life in general is just beautiful. They do have um, to work on balance, balancing work, play, and freedom and structure because they do love to have that freedom that sometimes can be on balance. Um, they love things to be perfect, so they really have to work on no needing to, anything to be perfect by procrastinating because sometimes they push it, push it, so they they can create something beautiful but in reality they're just looking for the perfection in things which can hold them back next we have the archangel Raphael. these are the people that are working with the uh, fourth energy center which we know is the heart center these people tend to be healers they tend to be very empathic because their heart is completely open and if it's not when it's open you will see a big difference in how they go from being one person to becoming somebody else they're very good with accepting others so they have friends on different levels rich poor bad and good and they just accept without judging it's um it's it's almost like they they're loyal, they're compassionate, they're protective. They they just want to be able to be okay with everyone because they they bring that energy of their heart being completely open. These people, um, they need to learn to take care of themselves first because they don't. They care about everybody else that they forget themselves. I can tell you when I was working before when i did a picture of my aura and one of the things that they showed me when i did the the image um capture it was how closed off my heart center was because i was so protective not to let other people in so these people are very good at giving and and really uh setting others but they don't know how to take care of themselves they don't allow others to see themselves to see them because they can it's almost like if they do they feel like um they are allowing others to carry what they bring with them all the sorrows and all the pain so they take to they tend to take it in fully so others can be protected from everything that they carry because they do pick up everything. These people are empaths. They pick up everything from everybody else. And if they allow others to be let in, it's almost like they're going to unlock all of their pain and sorrows to the person listening, and they want to protect that person. So they don't tend to do that. Um, They pick up other people's pain and sickness to protect others, uh, to heal others. Problem is sometimes they don't know how to release that so they can carry that and become physically ill and and have um, chronic diseases and illnesses because they pick it up from others, but they don't release it fully properly. So they 
they have to understand that they don't have to heal everyone because not everyone has to be healed. And this is one of the hardest lessons that these people that work with the fourth chakra have that no everyone wants to be healed. To them, it makes no sense. So it takes them many, many years to learn this lesson. They, they just know how to help others and they're just super empath. The problem is, again, they don't know how to release energy. So they tend to keep it in. A lot of these people might have issues with um, just illnesses out of nowhere and they think it's then it's actually because they're picking it up from others and a lot of the time they will have vices whether it is food alcohol drugs because they want to shut it down but they don't know how so they go into some type of additions that help them whether it is watching tv eating um it could be sex for some people it could be just really things that when it gets out of hand, it becomes an addition. Now, the next one is the Gabrielites. These are, this is the throat chakra. Again, the, don't worry about the names. Just pay attention to the energy that it brings forward because the angel name might be different. Like if today, if I go and ask, can you give me the name of the angel that I'm working with for this energy, for this training? It might be different than the one that I'm giving you. So just pay attention to the the energy that it brings forward. So the Gabriela is the throat chakra energy center. These people are natural born teachers. They're very good at communicate, uh, communicating. They have a long passion, lifelong passion for learning. They can be overly opinion, opinionated though. So they have to be careful not to be too preachy. And they find, um, if they find an audience that likes what they're doing, they tend to be even more passionate about it because they can see how it can help others. They're very good at explaining things that can be very difficult for others to explain. And they just have such an authentic way to express themselves in a way that most people will think is crazy sometimes. What else? The... um, the Mac, the Michael Light Chakra, is the the third eye chakra. The third eye chakra brings the energy of um, bringing clarity and insight to people that normally they have an issue with no being able to get themselves. So they bring a lot of clarity, a lot of insight, a lot of wisdom. They bring a lot of intuition within, a lot of perceptiveness. Um, they have very strong principles and integrity. They're very good at, with personal boundaries and can easily tell when somebody's lying to them or they have, you know, like hidden um, intentions. They're very direct sometimes and they don't really like nonsense. They bring a lot of, they get to the bottom of the situation no matter what. So they're very good at um speaking away because they already bring that energy of the throat chakra in when your third eye chakra is activated so when you bring that training you bring in the training from the the higher chakras as well so these people tend to be uh, very good with diplomacy they but they're very also flexible because they know everything is not as it seems so they can be very flexible with things um 
they have they could be but if they're not balanced obviously they have to get there so these are the lessons that they have to learn because they know things they have to learn how to be the di- di- um diplomatic they have to be how to they have to know how to learn to be tactful they have to learn how to know to learn to be more flexible if they're not flexible because remember if you're not in balance you're not going to have those things in the positive they might be in the negative so these people might also have um to learn to be more faithful because even though they bring a lot of those higher energy centers if it's not balanced they will be a little bit doubtful um so again if any of these things are not in the positive and you're and you're supposed to be in the positive that means you have work to do the last one is the camelite and the camelite is the crown chakra and the crown and chakra energy training here um archangelic training here basically means that you are able to teach others this is like the like the master teacher about teaching others about personal power authority self-authority balance uh, understanding of the different things that most people won't be able to understand they teach us to create our own destiny they really empower us in a way that most people um need to be inspired and and like given clues and and tips and like this is very good at making sure that people know that they can co-create their future in a way that they haven't been able to before so they're very sensitive they're obviously empath as well they know how to work with the energetic system with the energy centers and they just they can pull information from anywhere. They they know how to work with energy. They understand discernment, energy discernment. They they just know how to do things that most other people will not be able to. So this is the crown chakra energy, and they do really have to be before they awaken. They might not know that they can co-create. They they believe in destiny. They don't know that they can create their destiny. They could be taking on a lot because they fear even though they fear their own power and they are afraid to me misuse it they might be in the in trapping the um like a workaholic system where it's work 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 because when they stop they ha- they have a tendency to fly to the higher realms and get very confused if they're not in balance i can tell you that you know these people are they they don't like to stop be, or meditate potentially because they're afraid of what it means but when they start waking up they will be easily able to go into the higher dimensions in a way that most other people will have a hard time with so these people tend to be very spacey sometimes they may love working with energy work like reiki or uh, touch quantum touch healing or quantum healing or just like the occult um type of spiritual practices and they just really have to figure out a time where they they're down here on earth because otherwise they can spend a lot of time in the higher centers which makes them very spacey they do fear their own power because they're so powerful that they really know 
energy and when people know energy they tend to at first fear how powerful it can be because they know in previous life they had issues with overusing the power so if they're bringing that energy back here deep down they know i have done this before and i have to be careful because last time i didn't accomplish my mission so that's why i'm here now so they start putting two and two together to the point where they have initially afraid of their own power and that's all we i'm going to talk about for the trainings because really this is it and we talked about the soul trainings and the seven archangelic realms and you can easily figure out which trainings you have by going through the list or you can also um use a pendant to ask which and go one by one, do I have the camelite? And if it says yes, it's yes. If it says no, it's no. But some people bring more than two or three archangelic realms because of the type of mission that they bring. So you might have um, three or four different type of training. I know that's a lot, but that wouldn't be rare given that the whole um, planet is going through such a major ascension process. Most people will probably have two at least two most people nowadays that are healers will have about three or four so and you might have even more than that so there's seven it's potentially um could be that you have all seven if you really go through your whole enlightenment process it, it could be really magical so i'm gonna leave it here for now and i hope you took notes you can come back to it because these are the type of trainings that it will give you clarity to know what you need to work on if it's in the negative aspect um it you know like if you're supposed to be a healer and you have the heart chakra uh no balance it could be very small you could be very afraid of letting people in you could be um you know just really know accepting others the way that you should even though you want to or you accept them but you don't accept yourself so you really have to work things out and see if it's in the negative or the positive aspect and if it's in the negative what you need to do what is part of the lessons that you're supposed to um the challenges that you bring forward because for example let me just do a quick recap the aureolite learning and challenges is to learn to set boundaries to learn not to be codependent, to learn um, to don't let others take advantage of them. So those are three major um, lessons, learning challenges that they have. And they definitely have to spend time in nature if they want to go through those lessons in a, in a more easier way. Then the Sacculite, they bring the challenge of learning to balance their their degree learning to balance money challenges learning not to be so obsessed with the physical and then we have the sophialites these people bring the challenge of learning not to um procrastinate by looking for profession so they really have to balance the energy of work play balance the freedom and structure they really have to like 
sometimes they don't they don't take a side because they're afraid to take a side so because they're right in the middle so they really have to learn to uh, bring an energy of discernment so they can pick sides sometimes and they really the the profession situation is major for them then the Raphael, Rafa, Raphael, the healers, they um, they have to learn to take care of themselves. They have to learn not to overgive to the point that people take advantage of them. I can tell you that this was definitely this is definitely one of my my centers because I give 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 to the point where then I realize my goodness I always give give give. But it's not in exchange because I'm not receiving. So then that's when you realize, well, that's not really your friends. That's not really the way that you need to be doing things. So, again, taking um, the pain from others and lessons from others could be a problem, too. So they, the Raphaelites, they have to learn to not take lessons away from others to, you know, like to, in, to impair their contract because you could be also creating karma for yourself. And then the Gabrielites can be overly opinionated because these people are the ones that are working with the throat chakra. They could be very... The, the, the main problem that the Gabrielites bring is dealing with controlling or being too preachy or becoming superly opinionated to the point where they think their way is the way and that's it. So they really have to find a receptive audience. They have to be very um, focused on a, a type of audience that is going to be matching their energy, so they don't become they don't become um, preachy in the way that it can be negative. And then the maculites, these people have to learn to be diplomatic about what they say, how they say it. They have to be more flexible. They have to have. Um, they have to bring the energy of the black and white in balance by seeing the things in between. And then they have to learn not to want to control their families because they tend to be the, they might be the alpha in the family and therefore they might want things to be in a certain way for their families or communities. And that can bring some challenges because they're, they don't give the, the potential for family members to do things that they should to learn lessons that they need to learn. And then the Camelite, they bring the challenge of learning to co-create with the creator, with God, with the higher self. They have to they have to learn not to fear their power. And they have to learn not to take so much that they get so overwhelmed. So I hope this recap, um, this lesson is valuable to you because it's really a lot of information, but it's very powerful information because when you know what training you bring, you can you can understand yourself in a deeper, more meaningful way. And information, knowledge, understanding is power. So I'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you.